<laughs> hey there, Druid. Cheers! Hello! Cheers, guys. What do you all think of the new of the new intro? We decided to use the that music that we commissioned for the YouTube videos, and we figured out a way to make it work during the uh, the Steve stream starting. Since you know, I mean, it's not like it's that hard, right? Um, so yeah. we should have done it a long time ago. What do you all think? Tell us what you think. Uh, either in Discord or in chat, whatever you want to do. But my goodness, Board message. We're back uh, for another amazing Friday with Bandwidth and Banter. Yay! So, how you doing, Lady Banter? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm uh, not as sleepy as earlier. I can I tell. Some sun. I can tell. I feel way more perked up. Perky just, is a good you word. You know, I was, mm -hmm. I was, you know, I just needed some sunshine. Indeed. That's all I Indeed. needed. I um. Like that, a plant. Anytime I need that, I just I go down and give give uh, Star Kitty a hug. <laughs> so you're so cute. What's going on with you, Druid? Uh, ready for some bandwidth and banner today? Yes. What a great interview so we ready. had last week. Oh my god. Yes, such a precious. Mm-hmm. I know. Um. Uh. It was Fresh. such an honor. <laughs> As always. As always, I'm always so thankful for everybody that shows up wants to hang out with us and talk to us it's just such an honor yeah divinely cursed he's just i'm so glad that you found found him through artology and stuff and uh yeah, yeah. super super so cool good. um so good so good it, today we have a very special guest star right because yes we do this person was talked about by one of our previous guests and uh this person inspired a lot of one of our previous guests' stuff, and the in and has been inspired by. We're we're speaking of Edge two two hundred is is the person that was the previous guest, and the person we're having on today is just a wonderful, warm human being, uh, a, a just a noble soul who uh, has has gone you know all in on taking care of people, and what a wonderful, warm stream, and then of course mm -hmm. uh, with the. The charity that, that he is a part of we're just yeah. honored to have someone like him on the show and that is edge's good friend the tommy cox uh let's have him on the show now right right Ready. Yeah. <laughs> hello, hello everybody <laughs> uh i'm uh tommy uh the tommy cox mm -hmm. um I am a family-friendly streamer here on uh, Twitch, the purple YouTube, <laughs> and uh, I play a lot of Sea of Thieves, uh, but we do charity streaming here, so everything that uh, comes uh, through stream uh, goes to uh, Extra Life, uh, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a little bit. <laughs> I don't want to ruin too, too much. <laughs> right. No, I, I appreciate you. That's exactly what we like. We want you to highlight what's most important to you about your stream so that folks mm -hmm. know, you know, f so our viewers know more about you and, and what you're about. And uh, yeah. it, it's super cool to have you, sir. Um, thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so uh, with that said, uh, I think it's time for us to jump straight into it and into the questions. What do you think, Drew? Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. First things first, uh -huh. Tommy, Tommy Cox, please share a boring fact about yourself. Oh man, a boring fact about myself. 
I think my boring fact, I don't think it's that boring, but I, I think it'll be boring to a lot of people. So, so I don't, I don't drink. Um, and I feel like that can, can be boring. Cause I say, I, I don't drink. And a lot of people are like, why don't you drink? Like that's, that's, that's kind of boring, but it's just something I like, you know, staying in control of myself and I'm not mm-hmm. really super into the party scene either. So, uh, it's just something that I do that I feel like a lot of people may not do, but a lot yeah. of people may see as boring. So kind of a different boring aspect. <laughs> and I support you. Yeah, I, was gonna I say. also don't drink. <laughs> oh, yeah. cool. Okay, so I didn't. I didn't. I've already learned something this interview. So yeah, cool. And I and I rarely drink. Uh, I I have in the past, but to be honest with you, I've never really liked it. I'm I, for some of the same reasons. I don't like the idea of feeling drunk. It doesn't feel good to me. I know some people like the f- feeling out of control, but honestly, I can get out of control without. <laughs> without it so right, right. <laughs> and, and, yeah, I, and I, I do enough stupid stuff anyways <laughs> right exactly yeah and then on top of that like i i have like acid reflux and gerd and alcohol is oh, like yeah. no go there like forget it so yeah right um, i used to be a big partier when i was young and <laughs> i got it all out of my system right <laughs> all out of my system i don't want that anymore <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good good stuff good stuff so tommy cox jumping into the 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 nitty-gritty questions a little bit right off the bat um okay how did you pick your twitch name what was the inspiration so we kind of had an inside joke when i first started streaming i guess it wasn't really an inside joke but if i had picked the twitch handle the tommy cox and my name wasn't actually the tommy cox um and I had my name was Greg or something and revealing that like two, two years down the line. I think it's fairly obvious. My name is actually Tommy Cox. So there was yeah. just something that came out in like in middle school and we were picking our emails. A lot of people had their mm-hmm. emails that were not like super professional handles or anything. And I didn't have one at that point. So I said, mm-hmm. well, let me make sure I've got something that when, when I get down the line, then, you know, it's me. It's not something I have to worry about emailing a teacher and it's some weird combination of I, I guess words so i said yeah. i'll just do the tommy cox because this is my email and it's just something simple before before mm-hmm. my name and it kind of stuck so yeah well, it's I really marketable too in, i love it, it you and i kind of right, have well, it in, in terms of a yeah sorry go ahead, go ahead. no no you go <laughs> i ahead. was gonna say in terms of a twitch handle mm-hmm. then uh i mean it helps me from having to worry about hiding anything right because right. i mm-hmm. mean I'm the Tommy Cox on everything now. It's kind of stuck with me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I kind of had the idea of maybe switching it up for something on Twitch. But I was like, you know, it helps people find me. I mean, if people want to know what I'm up to, that's what it is. And I don't Mm want to have anything to hide either when it comes to real life friends or coworkers. I want to be the same person everywhere I am. So, yeah, I kind of especially using my name and using the same name I use everywhere else kind of kind of helps with that makes makes me not have to worry about trying to be a different person in different places yeah. wow i love it i i can definitely appreciate it because you and i in a way sort of have that in common so um for, you know so um yeah and when you meet people in real life then uh they don't have to decide whether to call me by a gamer tag or my real name because it's the same <laughs> yeah listen ditto <laughs> what's so funny you say that is because one of my irl friends that will like call me by my gamer tag he earned like my twitch and all of that uh-huh. on twitch and stuff we were hanging out in real life and they actually <laughs> called me by drew, drew and irl, IRL. Right. and i'm just like <laughs> i've done it 
I have ruined it. Yep. <laughs> said it, it, it does say IRL, but... <laughs> no! <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, what D&D class do you consider yourself to be in real life? Oh, man. So, OK, so this is the one I heard on an interview before, and I actually had a little bit of time to think about it. So I played D&D a little bit in high school, but not mm -hmm. enough to really, really super get into it. Um, but I think if I had to pick, I would say a bard. Uh, now, I have the piano behind me and I've got a bunch of musical instruments laying around the house, but I would actually pick bard because uh, and I know probably people in chat that may know me IRL would know I make noises like all the time i'll be going around somewhere doing something i'll just be humming or i'll just be you know making whatever kind of sounds yep. I, I mean just kind of to bring a little positivity or to fill the silence so I, yeah. I felt like bard was a pretty good a pretty good choice just for that reason and then i'm sure the piano and the other music stuff doesn't hurt the music helps <laughs> yeah. right sure. for a bard yeah music <laughs> <laughs> I, I love, love it. that answer that's, that's perfect so uh <laughs> Here, here's a question <laughs> I thought long and hard how to craft to be a little interesting. Um, so, the Tommy Cox. Have you ever had a situation where you shared something really smart with someone and they asked you, so you think you're a rocket scientist? And you answered, why yes, yes I am. <laughs> so, unfortunately, I don't think I've had that the specific circumstance <laughs> pop up, although you I mean, you hear about it all the time. Right. So for those of y'all that don't know, I do. I Ed said I've been saving it. I see that over there in, in chat. Uh, but so I, I graduated in aerospace engineering, mm -hmm. so I, I do aerospace engineering for a living. Um, so that's something that's kind of like I don't really talk about too too much on my stream, uh, just because you know it's it's what I do for work. So when I'm yeah. streaming, I'm I'm not on work. But um, yeah, I don't think uh, you, you always hear about it that uh, when you're I guess in college and you're doing aerospace engineering, like there's always the inside joke: it's not rocket scientists. But <laughs> I don't think I've actually had it happen. Now yeah. here where I live, there's a lot in the aerospace industry. So mm -hmm. like there are all kinds of places that you can get shirts that say stuff like that too. Like mm -hmm. actually it is rocket science and stuff like that. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't don't think I've actually had it happen yet. I'm st I'm still waiting, <laughs> organically at least. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And if it happens, I am so excited to hear about it. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed, so why? <clears throat> um, how long have you been playing video games for? And what was your first video game you ever played? Let's see. So I've probably been playing video games, I mean, probably most of my life. My earliest memory with video games, my first, I guess, my first console uh, was the Game Boy Color, and uh, that came out actually released probably around when I was born. <laughs> but uh, my dad picked up a couple at a garage sale um, mm -hmm. with a couple of the early Pokemon games. So my first game was Pokemon Yellow. And that really like, I mean, I still play Pokemon to this day. So that's like kind of what formed my love of video games and Pokemon. Um, but I remember always having trouble like Pokemon Yellow you start with Pikachu um, and as a kid, you don't train up the whole rest of your team or think about what you're doing. So I'm getting to these uh, these 
places where I can't do anything with my team because I've got one Pokemon that's overpowered and the rest of them can't, can't do anything. So I remember always having to get my dad to beat all the hard ones for me. Uh, but I was handheld for quite a while. Um, and then the PlayStation 2 was the first non-handheld console I had. And mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts was another really early gaming memory that uh, that I've I, I've, I guess, kept dear to this day. I still talk about Kingdom Hearts and love it, so. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. I also yes. did the same thing uh-huh. with Pokemon Yellow. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. I remember I yep. caught one of the three, the three legendary birds because I didn't know there was anything special about them. So I, yep. uh, to this day, that one's still my favorite. Articuno is the only one I ended up catching. And... <laughs> All right, so... My question is is kind of tough for me because it was it was shared by by people in your inner circle, and so I, I'm not even <laughs> quite sure I understand the question itself. But I'm going to ask Uh-oh. it the way it was given to us. So here we go. Oh no! <laughs> uh, who is Meg and why is it done? Who is Meg and why is it done? <laughs> so this is a Sea of Thieves. In I guess I guess an inside joke. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, so we'll be uh, in Sea of Thieves. You have the Megalodon, mm-hmm, right. uh, which is just a, a giant shark. If you guys aren't, <laughs> or yep. if anyone's not familiar with the game, but mm-hmm. uh, when you kill the Megalodon or really any of the animals in the game, uh, then you get a piece of raw meat from the Meg or whatever animal it is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can cook it on your stove. And when you cook uh, your meat. Uh, when you when it's well done or I guess it's fully cooked, then it regains more health uh, mm-hmm. in game than if it was raw or if it was overcooked, mm-hmm. which you can also do. So uh, I guess it originated one day when we were cooking uh, Megalodon on the ship uh, and when it was fully cooked, someone said Meg's done. Um, and that was, uh, that's how it started. And now every time we cook anything on the ship, we say Meg's done. And usually uh, it ends up meaning Meg is very well done and burnt and spicy and about to set the ship on fire. <laughs> that's great. You know, I should so have known. It's not just Meg. It's, it's, it's all, all. Everything all is Meg now. <laughs> Everything is Meg now. And I, I, you know, I know enough about Sea of Thieves that I should have at least understood this. Like I honestly, level. I had a feeling that that was the case when 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 the, the, I saw the word Meg in there. The first thing that came to mind was, well, I don't think they're talking about like a, a woman named Meg, like Meg Ryan yeah. or anything. Uh-huh. Yeah. My first thought was Megalodon, maybe the shark. But I'm like, no, I didn't. I, I like the phrasing of the question. That that made it more interesting. <laughs> Who's Meg and why is it done? <laughs> Literally copied and pasted. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Tell us about your precious fur baby. Yes. What's her name? My precious fur baby. So when I moved out uh, of my family's house, um, I, I, I guess I'll start, I guess, with before the current fur baby. Uh, my family, we've always been a one cat family. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I moved out, then my family had one cat um, and she was a gray tabby. Uh, her name is Chico. Um which I guess means boy in Spanish, but she's a girl. <laughs> uh, and she uh, was she she was just hilarious, just like a rag doll. She would flop down the middle of the floor, feet up, belly up in the air, d- didn't care about anyone stepping on her or anything. So I was always like, well, I'm obviously going to have a cat because I've had a cat my whole life. Yeah. Um, and was looking at moving out. And I said, well, um, I'll probably end up getting a cat eventually after I move out. No rush or anything. 
um, I closed on my house, and I think within the week, I had adopted a cat um, from uh, a local rescue, uh, I guess, foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, I she was a second cat I went to go visit. Um, her mm-hmm. name is Norma. Um, and there's a backstory behind the name. It sounds like a grandma name, which I feel like is is good for a cat. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, sure. When I adopted her, I was watching a TV series called Cheers. Um, so I I had never I had never heard of Cheers before. Uh, somebody in my stream recommended I should watch it, and I said, okay, I'll I'll binge this one while I'm in the process of moving and don't really have too much to do. Uh, but Norm Peterson is one of the characters in Cheers, so I named her after Norm. So when she walks in the room, we can all say Norm like they did in the TV show. Yeah, that's so cute. <laughs> but she is almost two years old. Um, she is probably a good bit heavier than she should be at her age, but it's okay because she's spoiled. <laughs> um, and every time she visits stream, uh, then I give her a treat from her little bag that I've got up here. Um, and I let her get on the desk for this purpose only um, and feed her the treat right next to the mic so stream can hear her crunch on the treat. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Little treat ASMR. Uh, <laughs> and there she is. <laughs> the special delivery. Someone got she's you. Like, Throw she's in there. She's a little she's a little shy. Yeah, she got she got yeeted. <laughs> come I'm here, gonna, babe. I'm gonna open the door so she can get out, but I'll I'll, I'll come show her to y'all. Hang on. All right. And almost, almost organic. This is, this is Norm. <laughs> but yeah, Look she's, uh, she's, she's not quite dope. as laid back as, as Chico. She doesn't, uh, she doesn't love most other people or other mm-hmm. animals or other sounds or anything. <laughs> uh, when she's, when she's met other cats, she's been the instigator of all the hissing. But I think she was, I think she was a good one. Mm, Look at the baby. Oh, she's really pretty eyes. She looks nice now, but about time when it's time to go to bed, she's just running all over the place. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. And now we'll see if she sticks around or if she... So what she likes to do, she'll run in, uh, run in here and she'll hop up on the keyboard and she'll be ready for a treat. And when I give her the treat, uh, then she will just leave. (laughs) She'll leave. This this is what I wanted. (laughs) That's literally the same thing with my bird. She's like, I'm going to only be good until you hand me that treat. And then I don't want nothing to do with you. Literally, that was me today. Happened today. Um, well, now that the cat has, has made her, her uh, dramatic exit and, and given you back to us, <laughs> um, we'll switch gears a little bit. Um, the Tommy Cox, sir, please tell us what drew you to Twitch? So I've been around on Twitch for a little while, and I think, I don't remember if it was, I, I know I was on Twitch in college, um, but it was it probably stemmed from earlier than that. Um, having played Pokemon, uh, I know when X and Y came out, uh, then I was really interested in watching people uh, shiny hunt and kind of get into that uh, mm-hmm. aspect of Pokemon. Um, so not really like the story playthroughs, but doing anything post-game, like finding uh, special stuff or yeah. uh, just... Yeah, Um, but uh, I think that was kind of where I got started on Twitch. Um, I had a couple people I watched that don't don't end up streaming anymore. That was when I was really, really young. Um, But uh, I had kind of been around for a while. And then, you know, I got into college uh, past early college and kind of dropped off of uh, watching a lot of Twitch and YouTube because, you know, uh, schoolwork can be can be tough. Sure. Yeah. Uh, But. I got back into Twitch during the pandemic. Um, I actually had, so 
this is probably going to lead into it a little bit of another subject. Uh, but uh, okay. so I listen to um, a lot of hardcore metalcore music. Nice. Um, and, and so I go to a lot of concerts. Um, and obviously during COVID, uh, concerts weren't around anymore. Um, mm -hmm. So the streamer that got me back into Twitch uh, was the vocalist of a band I like to listen to a lot, had seen a few times called Fit for a King. Um, so he had uh, started streaming during the pandemic, during the lead up to their band's next album and kind of doing like listen throughs of all their old work uh, with other members of the band live and stuff like that. Uh, so mm -hmm. that's kind of what got me back into Twitch. Um, and then through him and his raid and uh, raiding out people that he knew locally, I uh, was introduced to another community that kind of got me inspired to start streaming. Uh -huh. um, so I like to tell people because like now a lot of people don't know that because I guess I've uh, made enough of a, another community because the Extra Life Lexington community is uh, completely different than the community that I uh, I guess came in from on Twitch. Right. Yeah. It's, it's almost like kind of a fun fact. It's like, hey, actually, I might not be here if it wasn't for this one random vocalist of this metal band. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that's a great shout story. out to that guy. We love him. <laughs> mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so so definitely kind of a a weird like progression of events. But uh, but I'm really glad it happened the way it did because yeah. uh, even though it may not be like a direct link or anything um to what i'm doing now then it definitely definitely helped me get there um so yeah yeah <laughs> right on i love that i do too um what did family and friends think when you told them you planned on streaming so i don't know if i really advertised it to my family too too much i guess i had to have at some point because my first webcam that i got was a birthday present for my mom and dad so i guess i had it on a list or had mentioned it sometime yeah. um but i don't know that i really talked to too many uh, irl friends about it at first i think i just mm -hmm. kind of said you know i'm gonna i'm gonna do i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do it just to have fun um mm -hmm. and kind of see where that takes me right because uh, you don't want to advertise it. And, you know, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of fine lines when it comes to self promo, even if it's not like, you know, something in another streamer's chat. But even like I didn't want to advertise myself to a lot of IRL friends that, you know, may or may not care about the same kind of games I play or may see it as, as something else. So I said, you know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to do it for fun and I'm going to see if I can build a little bit of a community um, mm -hmm. and then kind of see where it gets me. But uh, since then, I mean, Obviously, my social medias are the same, so uh, it ends up it ends up making its way there one way or another. Yeah. Um, but everyone has been super, super supportive um, and same with my family. Actually, when I started streaming, uh, I lived in uh, my parents house still. Um, so my mom got to make a couple appearances on stream. Oh, uh, that's cool. And she tended she, she tended to like it, uh, like it a lot. Uh, and I know they're still kind of trying to trying to figure out what all is going on. Uh, but. Uh, my grandma last year when I was doing our big fundraising stream for Extra Life, uh, she uh, made an Extra Life donation because I had posted something on my Facebook about it and commented uh, below on it uh, on Facebook. She said, hey, Tommy, I see you because <laughs> she could see me live on stream. Uh -huh. but I just I just thought it was funny because like, <laughs> I guess still kind of trying to figure out how it works. <laughs> but yeah, everyone's been super supportive. Um, That's awesome. And that is a great. That yeah, is great. I mean, I've got a lot of IRL friends, even from college uh, and from high school that like, I mean, I played Pokemon with and talked to about a lot of the games mm -hmm. I play now. And then, mm -hmm. you know, Sea of Thieves wasn't quite in play when I was in high school and college. So that's something a little bit different that uh, hopefully 
people enjoy or I can at least uh, let people know about even if they weren't familiar with it. So. Right, right. That's great. Thank That's you for, so cute. for that. It is adorable. <laughs> and yeah, like I said, it's it's kind of kind of hard to hide if your uh, username is the same as as it is on everything else. Indeed, but indeed. That's kind of why sure. it's, it's it's good to not really have anything to hide, right? So. Yeah. Yep. I can see that for sure. Uh, <laughs> Tommy Cox, what uh, struggles did you deal with when you, when you first started streaming? So when I first started streaming, um, so. I guess I guess I talked about this a little bit at the beginning. How uh, I do charity streaming, so everything that comes into Twitch uh, is is all for all for charity and all for fundraising. Um, and at the beginning, it was a little tough because you know you start streaming, and I, I think probably every streamer probably struggles with it at first. Like, okay, you're you start streaming and you you make affiliate and stuff, and you can see you know all the revenue that you may or may not end up getting. You can see your viewers, and you say you're doing it for fun. But that number always sits in the back of your head and can start bothering you um, and so on and so forth. So uh, I ended up turning my viewer count off uh, a few months in, even before I started charity streaming. Mm -hmm. um, but that helped me so much because just like even even if like I was doing it for fun, right, having that v concurrent viewer count number down in the corner, no matter how accurate it may or may not be, um just would always sit in the back of your head so you'd say hey i've got one person here watching me play mario i don't mm -hmm. really need to say anything because they may or may not be watching or it may just be me so um but yeah turning that viewer count off and trying to make content because it's fun and trying to have fun is is uh i think what really really helped me out mm. awesome yeah and then it was kind of the same with revenue too right making the jump to doing full-time for charity um mm -hmm. instead of e even if it was the revenue would have gone to something for streaming it's like i want this to be for fun i don't want to have to worry about you know how much i end up getting or if i'm going to be able to get this cool thing for stream or whatever mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. so it's just less less things to worry about and it just just makes everything 100 percent fun when it's not you're not trying to gain anything out of it right it's just yeah. just the community and uh try not to worry about viewer counts or anything. So yeah. yeah, that was probably my biggest struggle was was the view count. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Thank you. Um You're right. What tips can you share for to future streamers? Well, so I think I touched on the turning the view count off. I'm a big big advocator for that one just yep. cuz mm -hmm. like I said it helps you not have to worry. Um uh, I mean finding stuff that that makes you stand out. I mean so I've got an incentive for my stream this year um, that every uh, whenever we get a dollar donation, um, then we build one piece of a Lego set. Uh, so we're doing the Lego Saturn V this year. And, you know, just kind of stuff like that that helps you stand out. We've got mm -hmm. our Draw Pokemon from Memory Channel Point Redemption and our put on a Hawaiian shirt that stack if people redeem it multiple times. <laughs> um, but I, I, I think finding stuff like that that you think is fun, maybe even a little bit embarrassing sometimes, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. can can help you stand out instead of, you know, just trying to just trying to play the game and not really provide too much commentary. I think just being yourself and, and having those little things that uh, that may help you stand out or uh, may get you embarrassed will, uh, I guess, give a little bit more personality to, to, oh, to yeah. your stream and your content. When you say Lego Saturn V, are you referring to like the planet, uh, literally, or uh, what? What? I'm just curious. 
So the Saturn V was uh, the Apollo rocket that took us to the moon. Right, right, right. So, sorry, uh, sorry. Yeah, 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 it's the Lego. Yeah, the Lego Saturn V set. So okay. I've, I've I've actually got it right up here, and we're about one stage in, and I'm worried for how massive it's going to be when we finish. <laughs> but uh, it's just the the bottom of the the bottom of the rocket right now. Oh, right on. That's, That's awesome. Cool. Heck it, yes. That's a neat idea. I really love it. I um, the, the one of the reasons I asked is because there was a. Uh, a sci-fi movie in the 80s called Saturn V with uh, Kirk oh, Douglas. Oh, cool, yeah. And, uh, and, and, and it made me think, wait, did they actually make a, a Lego of the, the, right. of, of the robot that was in that? <laughs> oh, that would be interesting, yeah. yeah but anyway, um, so yeah. um, what do you enjoy most about streaming? So I have, I mean, I think the answer probably has changed since I started, right? When, when mm. I started, I, I mean... I would play games before I streamed, right? So like I was I was in it for the games and to kind of share my experience for uh, mainly new Nintendo games and uh, indie games too uh, at uh -huh. the beginning. And while I still enjoy that, uh, I think my primary enjoyment from stream recently has come from uh, Sea of Thieves and uh, I guess making more friends uh, either on or off Twitch, uh, but on the game, right? And then having mm -hmm. kind of that uh, community or that group that, uh, I mean... Edge uh, and Captain Teriyaki and I play every single Thursday and we've never met each other in real life. So I think that is that's a lot of fun. It's just having a couple people to uh, play with. And even if it's off stream, right, talk to talk about stuff off stream or uh, play some Sea of Thieves on stream and just, you know, have some banter back and forth and then meeting new yep. people on the seas that, you know, may not have had a friendly encounter on Sea of Thieves yet mm. is always, always a lot of fun. Yes. <laughs> That's it, awesome. It really surprises me how many people we run into that say you guys are you guys are the first friendly people we've met, and it's like, how how is that possible? <laughs> but how, what? That is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess it lends itself to multiple play styles, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what what inspired you to focus on a, like being a fundraising streamer? Like, what was that switch like? What made you choose that? Like, how did that decision process happen? So let's see, I guess I, I told you guys the communities that I started with and then the fundraising community weren't quite the same. So I guess I kind of need to start with where I found that community. <laughs> so obviously, as with Edge um, and probably everything else aside in so far, it started with Sea of Thieves. Yep. Uh, so I had I had a group of us and this was before I met Edge. Uh, we were a, a couple of us were sailing, um, doing a emergent world event. We had another ship come in on us that was uh, trying to fight us for this event. Um, and we were fighting, fighting. It was taking taking forever. Uh, neither of us could sink the other one. And I jumped off the boat onto the island to grab a gunpowder barrel to try and blow up their ship with because yep. that seemed like it would be fun. Uh, and I got to the island and ran into another crewmate uh, from their ship that had the same idea, carrying a <laughs> gunpowder barrel, and we blew each other up um, and said, you know, I think we should probably just do this world event together. <laughs> so that's what we ended up doing. Those two people were uh, Tuba Taylor is one of their usernames, and the other one is... Uh, Trashik, Trashik is what her username is now. Uh -huh. But um, we met each other on Sea of Thieves, and that that was kind of where my integration to the Lexington Games for Good fundraising group came. Mm -hmm. Although at the time I had no idea, 
Mm-hmm. So I, I got a raid a few weeks later from a new streamer um, that I, I see in chat now, a new streamer at the time uh, named Spicy Meat Brawl, mm. um, raided me, had no idea who they were uh, or, or, or who they were, I guess, who they heard about me from. And mm-hmm. they heard about me from Taylor um, and their little group. Um, and then just kind of from learning about their community and seeing the streams they hung around in um, and kind of getting involved, uh, then I got to meet this awesome group of people that is Lexington Games for good um, and does the charity for Extra Life. Um, mm-hmm. And they all raise money for their local children's hospital. Uh, and I kind of said, you know, I'm doing this for fun anyways. Like, yeah, I put a I put a few of the Twitch paychecks toward like a mic and a webcam and to do stuff. But I said, I'm not really I don't really have anything set that I'm putting this to. Mm-hmm. And if I have a stable job, then the local children's hospital can probably do a lot more than I can with the money. And it gives me one less thing to worry about if I'm, you know, always thinking about the next upgrade or something. So Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of what got me into it. Uh, And then of course, after that year's game day and seeing how much fun all of them had together uh, streaming um, for 25 hours, then it was like, yeah, this is, this is something I think I want to do. So yeah, I'm with her on that one. (laughs) 25 (laughs) hours. That's that's amazing. (laughs) So, um, congrats, guys. Yeah. 25 hours. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. I can do it as long was, as you don't mind my, me. That was my initial reaction, too. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I can do it as long like, as people I, don't mind watching right? me not, sleep. Not 25 minutes, 25 hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole lot of hours. That is, that is a lot of hours. Yeah. So many hours. Congrats. That's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, Tony Cox, please tell us how you and Edge 200 were recruited by the Hit Crew stream team. I think I think we kind of also might have a little bit of that question. <laughs> so so when we uh, I guess when when I first got the invite, it was like a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, this was very recently. Um, we had just finished uh, a Thursday night stream and I was going to go on vacation, I think the next day uh, or maybe two days later. So I was like, OK, this is my last stream for a little while. And I'm sitting on the couch, I think, after that stream that evening, and I see something pop up my email that I've got an invite from, and it says HitboTC has invited you to join the Hit Crew. And I'm like, I've never seen any kind of stream team invites, so I don't know if this is legitimate or not. So I'm looking Mm -hmm. at it, and it's like from Twitch. And like, obviously, like, I know who the owner of the stream team is, right? Like, he's a big, one of the big family-friendly Sea of Thieves partners. So it's like, this is like... I'm I'm just like trying to connect the dots in my head. Like, what happened? How does he know who I am? Yeah. Um. I think I've gotten one raid uh, from him before because the partners like to raid smaller streamers on drops days. But I'm just like, it came completely by surprise. So naturally, the first thing I did was take a screenshot and send it to Edge and say, "What? What am I supposed to do?" And so Edge is talking to me a little bit, and we're we're just like, "What? What does this mean?" And then Edge says, "Uh oh." I said, what, is, what does that mean? And he sent me the same screenshot back that he got the same invitation. Wow. Um, so I think, uh, I think they had uh, some recommendations internal to the team. Uh, it's an invite-only team, so uh, that's kind of what, what, what made me excited about it because it's not like a, a huge team. It's like a, kind of a small community that, uh, that everybody um, kind of stays tight in with. But uh, 
yeah, I think we're we, we kind of aren't 100% sure where, where the recommendations came from. I mean, we're really thankful they did. Uh, yeah. And we knew other people that were on the team, but it, ca- it came out of the blue. Um, but it's uh, it's been really cool to be able to uh, be a part of it so far. Hell yeah. Congratulations, congratulations. you guys. You guys definitely yeah, do you. deserve it. Yeah. You guys both deserve it. She congratulations. Keeps, she keeps stealing my words right out of my head. I was going to say the exact <laughs> same thing. Congrats. You deserve it. You guys earned it. And uh, believe in yourselves. We believe in you. <laughs> well, yeah, and I, like I said, I was about to go on vacation. So I'm like, I've got a week to plan for this. And Edge says, I'm supposed to stream tomorrow. And it's going to show up on my stream if I accept <laughs> it. So it's like we're trying to figure out how to stagger the announcements and not, mm-hmm. not ruin it for each other and what we're going to do for like the announcement. But yep. uh, we ended up making it work. And I think that fell on our two, basically what we called our two year anniversary stream. Yep. Nice. Uh, like two years nice. of me and Edge meeting each other on the seas. So mm-hmm. uh, we just made a big event for it. Fantastic. <laughs> I, I remember popping into you guys' chat that day. Right I on. like popped into both of you guys and I was like, super yeah. cool guys. <laughs> right. Anyways, congratulations. You guys are off. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the letter of the day? I think that depends on the day. I guess today's, I guess today's, I guess that was obvious. I don't know why. I, <laughs> uh, I, I, I think I, I'm, I'm looking at chat and I think, I think Meets claimed the letter of the day is O. So we've got a few multiple commands in, in chat on stream. Uh, and this, I'm trying to, th- I guess the first one was O. Um, I had seen a video that somebody had meshed together a letter of the day video with something that obviously was not from Elmo's letter of the day on Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be fun. And like I said, I listened to uh, a lot of hardcore metalcore. So I had one song um, by a band called For Today that does does like a, a big, like, oh, breakdown uh, that's, mm-hmm. that's in the yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. So I said, this would be really funny to combine this with the letter of the day with Elmo. So that was the first one. Um, now we've got a variety of letters and and more planned, but basically all of them say the letter of the day is, and it's it's Elmo, and then it transitions to something that is somebody saying, you know, like Y or E or O, but is not quite the same. <laughs> oh yeah. So um, that is yeah, marvelous. Oh, the I think one of my favorites I did. Um, one of my friends I met at the beginning. Uh, he's Glad Baggy on Twitch. Um, had this uh, this bit where. Uh, I guess he would uh, he would yell yell Luigi's name and then it turned into Ouija and then it just turned into E. So I've got multiple clips of him just screaming E um, and that is our exclamation mark E command is the letter of the day is. And then he's just him just screaming E trying to kill people in uh, split gate. So. That's hilarious. That is epic. So it's the kind of thing that you'll come in on and it's like, what is like, like just have no idea what's going on it's like i i promise it started as something relevant but it's like at this point it's just <laughs> it's okay because it's just this chaos. is the color blue like i get it i get it you know but i get you like it. to pretend that you hate the the color blue thing but i do i like to pretend <laughs> <laughs> um so uh do, do you feel like you can call yourself or consider yourself to be a master of Sea of Thieves now? I probably wouldn't think so. Uh, I mean, so from day to day, I guess every time I play, um, and especially when we get into PvP encounters, actually probably a lot of times when we don't get into PvP encounters, I end up 
learning something that maybe I could do better or maybe I shouldn't do in the future, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Edge and I, I think, have been notorious for finding gunpowder barrels and saying, yes, we are absolutely not going to let anything happen to this when it's on the ship. And then it <laughs> inevitably ends with this ship up in flames. So I think as I still as I still learn stuff, I mean, even if it's a lesson I should have learned, you know, like years ago, or if it's, you know, getting into a PvP encounter with uh, people that are uh, a lot better than us or maybe uh, almost evenly matched with us, then it's really easy to kind of have those takeaways and say, OK, this is what I should have done better, right? It's like, okay, maybe I'm okay on cannons, but I need to get better on steering the ship or maneuvering the ship, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I definitely think there's there's a lot I could learn. Um, and also, we're not done with all the commendations yet, so we, we can't start playing the real game until we finish all those. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I, I get it, yep. <laughs> um, what is your favorite game that you have played on stream other than Sea of Thieves? Oh, OK. So I think you guys actually may have gotten a, a, a little bit of a sneak peek at this one before. Um, so uh, I guess I saw a bigger streamer playing this game. Uh, his name is Blurbs, and I, I like to watch him play a lot of Sea of Thieves because he does uh, solo only Sea of Thieves streams. Mm -hmm. uh, but every once in a while, he'll pick a different game to play. Um, and he was playing one uh, little indie dungeon crawler. Um, and I said, this looks really interesting. And I've heard the name before, but I'd never seen any gameplay. So I watched a little bit of it. I said, actually, I'm not going to watch this anymore because now it's on my wish list and I want to stream this and play it blind. <laughs> so um, <laughs> so the game is called Death's Door. Um, and I, uh, I picked it up and I guess I played it last year. Um, and it's you're you're just this cute little bird with like a red sword that looks like a lightsaber and mm -hmm. it's a dungeon crawler game you're fighting enemies you're fighting bosses um and the art style is incredible uh if any of y'all are familiar with a new newish game called tunic uh it looks very similar to that almost like i guess I'd, i don't know how to describe it um mm -hmm. but uh it's similar to that if you know what tunic is and you don't know what death's door is but yeah um it felt like I, I knew it was a little indie game. Um, so I kind of expected it to be, you know, short and sweet um, and fun, uh, but kind of like. I, I felt like it was going to kind of reach a little bit of what I wanted, but then kind of leave me wanting a little bit more. And I like from the minute I jumped into it, it felt like what I wanted from like a new Zelda dungeon crawler that I had never played before because mm -hmm. I played most of those. So the experience isn't the same, <laughs> the same after yep. the first time. But like jumping into it, not expecting it to be anywhere near as good as it was. Uh, I just I fell in love with it. Every time I would boot up for stream and was not playing Death's Door, I was like, kind of wish I was about to be playing Death's Door. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it wasn't wasn't near as short as I expected it to be. The gameplay, the mechanics were a lot of fun. And like it, it felt like Zelda, which which mm -hmm. I thought was awesome, too. <laughs> so, yeah. Right oh, I love that. Uh, switching gears a little bit here as we start to move into the last few questions of the interview. Uh, this is one that I know Drew had wishes she had got this question because it, it speaks to her heart. Uh, how do you like your coffee and what's your least favorite roast? Oh, okay. This is a good question. I was wondering if we're if I was going to get any coffee questions. Absolutely. <laughs> I am on this stream. We'll get coffee questions. I, pointed I that saw way, you guys but... with your mugs and I was like, I should have I should have made a cup before I, I didn't. But I'm uh, 
I do not handle a lot of caffeine well, so it's probably good that I didn't make another cup today. <laughs> I know, mine was mine's empty. I just did it for the pose. <laughs> and mine has. I, I would have believed you if you said it was full. So. <laughs> Um, so the way I prepare my coffee, so I guess I wasn't really into coffee, uh, really at all in early, um, I guess in, in grade school at all. Um, and really when I got into college, I wasn't really into coffee, but as most people do, I started getting into it in college, um, out of necessity. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I had, I had a, uh, somebody I knew in college that started roasting his own coffee beans and thought it would be fun. And I said, you know, Coffee is something I would like to get into. Um, I said, I, I kind of don't want to drink it just for the sake of it being caffeine, contrary to most college students. I said, I kind of want to want to have fun with it. Right. So I don't want it to just be like an energy drink. So I said, I'll pick up some beans that you roast um, since that's about as local of a roaster as you can get. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, you're supporting somebody that's uh, that's working on their hobby. And I said, I'll, I'm going to try and do it right and do manual brew. So instead of just it being a routine of hitting a button and then here's my hot bean juice that gives me energy for the day that I don't mm -hmm. really enjoy. Right. Mm. I said, let me try and uh, let, let me try and have a little bit more fun with it. So I picked up a French press was mm. where I first started. Mm. Um, and I said, it's it gives me a routine in the morning. Uh, it gives me more uh, stuff to experiment with. Right. Like brew temperature, grind size, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. different coffee beans. Um, and then as I guess kept getting farther and farther into the rabbit hole then i moved from the french press to i think the next one i got was an aero press which is a little portable mm -hmm, coffee mm -hmm. press yeah. through a paper filter um and then after that was the chemex uh, and the v60 and other uh pour over variations yeah so i will do a pour over every morning which i probably spoil myself with but at this point it's it's kind of part of the routine right mm. it's something fun to do um, I know what makes it consistently what I like. Mm -hmm. Um, but if I want to do something a little bit different, then I can throw off the grind size a little bit or say, I want to get these beans this time, or I can use a different brew method. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't usually put any cream or sugar when I make it myself, just so I can see if the coffee tastes how I want it to taste. Mm -hmm. Now it's weird. Cause when I go out to coffee shops, I like to get the specials. So I'll always go and say, what, what's your seasonal? Because, uh, I always I, I I always fall into the FOMO trap. I say, I haven't had this before. It's not around for that long. It's like, I, I need to try it before it goes away. <laughs> so I have not jumped into uh, espresso from home yet. Um, I'm hoping that's going to be soon, but I, I got to... I got to find a machine that's not going to break the bank. And then I know yeah. once I get the machine, then you have to worry about the grinder. And then mm -hmm. it's just, it's, it, it can be a lot. So not yeah. that it's not already a lot, but <laughs> I, I, I like to have fun. It, it gives me a way to wake up. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes you, uh, it, it's probably a little easier to mess up if you're tired, but uh, I don't know. I, I like the routine of manual brew and just the mm -hmm. idea of learning as you're going um, instead yep. of it just being a routine for the sake of routine. Yeah. So did you? I, I'm a big fan of coffee. Yep. <laughs> did you find your least favorite roast while doing all this experimenting? So I think at the begin, I, I think I did. Um, so at the beginning, when I first started getting into coffee, um, you know, when I was home for the summer from college, um, I picked up a bag of beans from Starbucks. Uh, that was a Sumatra, uh, just because I knew that was their most popular. Um, mm -hmm. And I said, okay, I'll try this. It's something a little bit different. Um, and that is a dark, a very, very dark roast. And mm -hmm. uh, I think as most people that can probably do pour overs can tell you, 
uh, pour overs are not uh, really uh, in the dark roast family, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It's, it's not quite what it shines at. So maybe for French press, you know, you get a dark, oily, uh, full body cup uh, with the metal filter. But for pour overs, um, the like the light roast and the medium roast, like fruity tastes come out a lot more. So mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of dark roast just because I like the pour over the paper filter and a clean cup a lot more. Um, yeah. and I feel like just those fruity and floral flavors pop out a lot more, um, mm-hmm. with the style of coffee I like. So yeah, I know a lot of people, I, I don't want to step on anybody's toes because I know a lot of people like, like dark roast and French you know what? Thing, but it's just, That's it's just okay. not my thing. That <laughs> yeah. is okay because you know what? I despise blonde roast. Yeah. <laughs> I despise it. And that's okay. That yeah. you can, right. I mean, and that's okay. Like we all have f- different favorite colors, likely, and so right. why would we be upset by somebody having a different favorite color? Well, it's there really, are some different. coffee snobs out there that would just be like, "How dare you not appreciate the full body of the Sumatra right. in the breath?" Well, but and but then in the same vein, right? I mean, I say it's my least favorite, but also like if you go to Waffle House and you get a cup of coffee, like sometimes that's just sometimes that's just what you want. So yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. not it's not something I'm never going to drink either. So <laughs> as long as it's good, uh-huh. I have I have good. people that are surprised, like if I'll go on a trip somewhere and say I don't bring anything with coffee or I assume there's going to be something there. Um, and like I get coffee from a restaurant or something that is that's obviously like some kind of some kind of batch brew or pre-made. Um, then people will be like, you're, you're drinking this. And I'm like, yeah, it's like, it's, it's not that I hate it. It's just, I, I like to make what I do at home, but yeah. mm-hmm. it's not, not, not that I'm going to completely write off anything else. Right. So right. I, yeah. I try and keep that, I guess, misconception or that gatekeeping away. Yeah. <laughs> <a little> <laughs> you know what? Every once, I just have to say every once in a while, diner coffee just hits the spot. We all know right. it's Folgers. We <laughs> all know it's Folgers. <laughs> But it just hits the spot sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah, it's like if somebody at work has like a uh, a pot that they made that's uh, that's Folgers and they say, hey, do you want some coffee? I've got some extra. I'm not going to be like, no, I don't want free coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and like it's uh, every once in a while, that's what you want. So, right, yeah. <laughs> right. I, I want to ask one more coffee question really quick. Uh, okay. What's your favorite seasonal drink? Ooh, Your favorite, favorite bougie seasonal drink. Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I'm not sure. So I I don't buy into a lot of the pumpkin spice latte hype. But <laughs> I will say when I've had them, they've been really, really good. So it's not something I have super frequently. But like uh, we've got a local shop and it actually just closed. But one of their seasonals in the fall was the pumpkin spice latte. But they called it the best PSL in town. And I think it was the best PSL in town. It was, mm-hmm. it was really, really good. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think if I know, if I can remember any other good seasonals. There was a summer one that I had at a local shop down the road, and this one's still open. Um, and they would do, a lot of coffee shops do Americolas, um, where you've got like your bottle of, I guess, Coke or Mexican Coke and your lime, um, and then your, uh, I guess, your espresso or your Americano that you combine them with. But they had a coffee soda um, that was... Uh, they made behind the counter and they would think they would pull a shot of espresso. Um, they would do orange rind um, and orange juice. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what else they put in it, probably vanilla and some other th- things. Uh, but me and a friend tried it just because we saw it on the menu. We hadn't had it before. And we said, let's mm-hmm. see what this is. And l- like you could taste the coffee taste, but like it, it didn't seem like it was coffee. And it was. Wow. Yeah. 
it was really good. So. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. It... Man, that's fun. <laughs> I want to try coffee soda. I know there's a cold brew. I think it's cold brew concentrate with uh, lemonade is one that we had in our college town. I don't remember what they called it. Uh, and that was a really, really interesting one. I had never heard of lemonade and coffee before. Listen. And like, we had to try it for fun, and it was like this is this is pretty good. I kind of have to be in a mood for it, but it's it's interesting. That one I can't get behind. I've tried it. I also oh, yeah. I am so sorry, but I cannot get behind the olive oil in the coffee. I am so sorry. I can't do it. I've I, tried. I don't think I've ever I've ever had had that one before. I know people Me will either. do like the butter Sounds in their coffee too, like the the bulletproof coffee, and it's like I don't I don't know that I want to I don't know that I want to know. I don't know that 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 I need to know that how how far science goes there. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> if you are constipated, <clears throat> you can put olive oil in your coffee and it will help you. But I just have to say, I'm so sorry, but there's the, I cannot do the olive oil coffee. I've tried so hard. <laughs> I can't do it. I've okay. genuinely I don't tried. Know if I've if I've heard of the olive oil and coffee before? It's, it's so the oleato. Interesting. Yeah. No. I I. I mean, it wouldn't be something I would, yeah, I would expect. Don't do it. I mean, do it once if you're curious. Ask for a right. sample at your local Starbucks. But that's. I feel I feel like that's a trap. The Starbucks the Starbucks serve that. OK, I was just making sure I didn't want I didn't want anybody to run to Starbucks and say, let me get a coffee with olive oil and then be like, are you are you kidding me? No, no. no. It does sound nope. like she's trying to trick you. <laughs> Speaking of tricking, what's the next question? This is a real no. drink. No. This is a real drink. We'll, we'll take your word for it. <laughs> All right, that's interesting. Just... Yeah, I, I hadn't heard, I hadn't heard of that one. No, no, it's it's that's really interesting. It's yeah. it's, it's wild how many how many different kinds of I guess add-ins and coffee drinks that are out there now. People have gotten like bored. I swear. I'm like, <laughs> enjoy. Like, go, go. Try a pour over. Take Tommy Cox's advice. Try a pour over. Definitely do a medium roast. Give it a shot. Stop putting olive oil in it. Please. Please. All right, we're switching gears. Um, what is? <laughs> Because I could probably talk about this for 20 more minutes. Yeah, she I could. Know I'm in the same boat. <laughs> We're going to move Cause, on. Cause I'm, well, because I'm a barista. Uh -huh. <laughs> right. So I could talk about this forever. <laughs> um, anyways. <laughs> what is the weirdest sleeping dream you have ever had? Oh, man. I don't that you're know willing to have, share. I don't know if I have a good answer for this one. So, I mean, usually recently uh, when I sleep, uh, I I usually don't dream. So I know I used to when I was a kid um, and I guess every once in a while I'll have one. But I tend to like I'll wake up and like, you know, maybe when I'm sick or something. Right. I'll be dreaming something and I'll wake up and I'll be like, that was a weird dream. And then like I'm trying to tell somebody about it later in the day. I'm like, I had this weird dream and it's like hang on, I had something I was going to tell you about this dream this morning, and now I can't remember what it was. I don't I don't remember the dream. But I think, I mean, I guess the most interesting kind of one I can think of, and I know everyone has like the the falling uh, when you wake up, right? So mm -hmm. like, regardless of if you're doing something in the dream and you fall off of something high and you wake up and you're 
uh, you're on your bed and you're like, it feels like I just landed here, right? Or you fall down the stairs and yep. uh, you wake up in your bed and it's like, I'm I'm really glad that didn't go any farther than <laughs> than I thought I was going to. But I don't know that I've I've got anything specific that I can I can remember. But yeah. most nights it's just either I don't dream or I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I also don't dream yeah. <laughs> at all, or or I don't remember them at all. Finally. <laughs> Thank you. I feel seen. Yep. You're not I feel alone. Heard. You're not alone, Druid. You're not the only non-dreamer. In the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tommy Cox, um, how long have you played the piano? And do you have a favorite song to play? And would you mind playing a, a, a few bars? I hope I have the setup to come through on audio. I, if I you don't, do. it's okay. At the very <laughs> least, just the, the question was, I added that at the end. We didn't actually have that on there, but I saw the yeah, thing in the background. Yeah, that so. one on there. Yeah, well, I, I know I Norma was on it earlier, and I could hear it through my headphones, but I don't know if you guys will be able to hear it. But um, so I started playing piano. Uh, so so m my mom played piano when she grew up, mm -hmm. um, and obviously she doesn't uh, she doesn't take lessons or anything anymore. Um, but she knew a little bit, and she really really liked it. So um, I was the the first kid. Um, so when I was four, my mom said, "You're taking piano lessons," and I said, "What if I don't want to play piano?" And she said, "You're taking piano lessons." <laughs> so I said, "Okay, I'll, I'll I'll try and learn piano." And you know, we had one in our house, so I was like, "Okay, I've got somewhere to practice." Um, and that was when I was four. I took lessons uh, up until uh, I was a junior in high school. Wow. Um, and then senior year, I did not because I was uh, I was busy with uh, schoolwork and AP classes and everything. Um, so I was very classically trained. Um, that being said, I was never really any good at sight reading, uh, which I'm sure a lot of other music people may can relate with at least at some point in their <laughs> music career uh, yeah. but when i stopped taking lessons i always wanted to get a little bit more into improv and i don't think i got anywhere really near there but um i started you know kind of branching off of from learning classical music and stuff to trying to play more by ear so that's kind of what i do now and i mean i went off to college for four years i had my keyboard there but didn't have a lot to really play um or a lot of time to practice and same now. I feel like I should practice, and I usually I usually don't. It usually just stays here, and every once in a while, I'll play it on stream. Yeah. Um, but uh, for stream, we do have... Uh, usually, I try when people give subs uh, or when people raid. Um, actually, my alerts on stream are, are me playing uh, the piano to various different tunes. Most of them are. I think... Yeah, most of them are. All right, on. Um, that's cool. But I... I, I try and do it uh, when people do raids or subs as like kind of a live one too. But uh, if you guys have ever been over, you guys know our mascot is Clippy, the little uh, the little paperclip helper from Windows. Yep. Mm -hmm. So yep. the one I like Which to play when people great. raid mm -hmm. is the Windows logon sound. So uh, mm -hmm. that's usually what we do. And can y'all hear that? No. No. Okay. Well, it was. You guys will just have to stop by and see. Yes, <laughs> that's right. So everybody in chat, go follow him right now. Yep. Yep. And that's then right. when you go in there, you gift a sub to be able to hear the tunes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and it'll go straight to his charity. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It'll go straight it all, to the charity. It all comes full circle. That's right. That's right. All right. You get the Final last question, question. Dude. You got this. Final question. Mm -hmm. Final question. Which one is superior, cake or pie? Oh, which one is superior, cake or pie? 
So I really, really enjoy key lime pie. But that being said, I'm, I might have to, I might have to go with cake. Ooh. Just because usually anything, I mean, any kind of cake I see, I'll be like, no hesitation. It's like, okay, yeah, I'll get this or I'll try it. If it's chocolate cake, if it's vanilla, red velvet is probably one of my favorite desserts mm. of all time. Dark um, not that velvet. I dislike pie or anything, but usually, you know, if you've got a dessert spread and you've got different flavors of cake versus different flavors of pie, I'll probably, I'll probably steer toward the cake. <laughs> I don't know if I can give her a reason for it. That's just, just I guess That's how an, it is. I like your answer. You know it's unique and, it and it's honest. Well thought it's thought out. Authentic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so thank Here. you for those amazing answers to, to those fun questions. I'm glad that we had had some questions that you would, you know, would spark your interest and and uh, you yeah. Know. Uh, but uh, <laughs> so guys. This is the Tommy Cox. He's amazing and he's wonderful. Uh, and obviously, just the, just a warm soul and cares about entertaining you guys. He's a true bard. So yes. he, you better <laughs> get over there and uh, throw a coin to your witcher's best friend here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, so um, we shared his Twitch link. We shared the Extra Life mm -hmm. and the Lexington links. Go support, guys. Yes. You, if you got a little extra spare change, please go support. It's amazing. Right. We appreciate it so much. This is the part of the, of the show, though, where we're going to open up the floor to folks in chat to ask some questions. And Tommy Cox, while we're waiting for some of their questions, if you have any questions for us, feel free to shoot them our way. Oh, this is the part I really, I really didn't think about. No, you're okay. <laughs> you guys. It's okay. You're you don't okay. have to have because any. You know what? It's just a... I I, I do have one quick question that we didn't add to the regular question, so yeah. I'm going to ask it now right. really quick. Is um, is there a keg in the crow's nest? Usually. <laughs> and usually <laughs> it will blow up if, if uh, I guess, any combination circumstance. We have, yep. we have one that uh, Edge is particularly proud of, I think. I was standing up in the crow's nest and I had a <laughs> keg up there, and Edge said, hey, do bubble sticks pop kegs and the bubble stick is the trident that's what we call the trident of dark tides um mm -hmm. and it you kind of charge it up and it shoots out a big bubble and it does damage so it's like mm -hmm. it's a bubble it probably shouldn't pop kegs and we said uh, i said yeah i think it does and by the time i had contemplated my answer and gotten to it edge had already charged up and released his bubble um and about about the time i said yeah i think it does then there's a big explosion and uh <laughs> and it, it did in fact pop the cake <laughs> that's awesome so so usually it will find its way to an explosion one way or another i would like to say more often than not it's on somebody else's ship but that may or may not be true <laughs> gotcha <laughs> That's uh, the amazingness. But we but we keep picking them up anyway. Yeah. You know what? And I you know what? It's okay. It is. It's beautiful. Looks I think like it's fun because Spice Meat Brawl has a question. Uh, Tommy, will you ever play Fortnite? So this is a good question. The uh, a couple streamers I first got started with on the smaller Twitch side, outside of uh, the streamer I got into Twitch with, uh, played Fortnite basically full-time on stream um so i have probably racked up countless hours uh watching fortnite streams and still probably have little to no idea what's going on because i usually watched it you know to talk uh, to talk to the streamers and to listen to what they were saying and like they were just it was just all kinds of chaos right and mm -hmm. it, was, it was people i was part of their communities with so it's like yeah 
there's Fortnite in the background and uh, listen to all the conversations and stuff. Um, I have said that maybe one day I know I understand Fortnite is a free day game, but maybe one day I'll download it if they add Wallace and Gromit skins. I said that's that's going to be my criteria. So if I can play as Wallace and Gromit, then I'll download Fortnite. I'll pay for the skins, too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where that where it came from, uh, but. I just I, I think I just said it one day and it was like, OK, this is a, I'm, this is the hill I'm going to die on. <laughs> this, is the, this is the level. <laughs> this is what has to happen. And I fully support that. That is amazing. Um, BT asks, I'm interested in the aerospace side, but since I know personally the NDAs that go with the job, I'm going to stick with how did you end up in the industry? So um, I think a lot of it is the area I grew up in um, has uh, a lot to do with the aerospace industry. Um, that probably isn't the main driver, but it helped a lot. Um, I, I just got delivered some tea. <laughs> um, but uh, thank you. <laughs> but we, uh, my dad uh, graduated in aerospace engineering uh, and has worked in the aerospace industry. Uh, and he's worked in multi he's worked in aviation, he's worked in structures, uh, and he's worked in the space side too. Um, and he currently works in the space side. So kind of the area I grew up uh, kind of lent itself to a lot of aerospace, um, I guess aerospace, a lot of the aerospace industry. There's a lot going on here, um, there. But because my dad graduated in aerospace, you know, I'd kind of been around it already. And I had always mm -hmm. been interested in space and rockets to the point where the high school I went to had an engineering um, academy program. You had a, a few courses that you could do for engineering. And my junior year, they added an aerospace engineering course. And at that yeah. point, I was I'd been like, I don't know what I'm going to major in in college, but it'll probably be some kind of engineering. And they added that course. And I was like, this is kind of kind of a no brainer. Yeah, I'll, I'll take this one. And then I went uh, in freshman year. I said I want to do aerospace engineering and stuck with it. So. I think just me being always interested in space um, and the stars, uh, maybe not even particularly aircraft, but like rockets and everything really, really helped. Uh, my dad being in the field and kind of helping ignite that uh, interest. Um, cool. As well. Yeah. That's awesome. I have a question. For so you, I, I do work in the space industry. Um, so hmm. I, I had looked a little bit in the aviation industry, but I said I'd this is what I got into the field for. So this is, this is what I want to stick around doing. Right yeah. on. I think it's awesome that you do that. <laughs> uh, I have a question for you. Uh, yeah. Uh, was that Hannah Perry and who is she? <laughs> that, that was <laughs> Hannah Perry. Hannah is my girlfriend. Right on, right on. Um, and she's hanging out here today uh, with the cat um, and doing some uh, homework uh, on the weekend. So uh, she's, the, she's the one that delivered, uh, delivered Norma and delivered the tea. Thank you, Hannah. So uh, the the answer to Hannah's question, does Tommy want some tea, was was yes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> apparently. Even if I even if I didn't answer it on time. Even though if you weren't <laughs> the one that answered, somebody answered for you. They knew, they they know right. you so well. They can, they can read your mind now. <laughs> that happens I with Druid and I all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and Banana Tom and I, and Banana Tom and her. Yep. Yep. Uh, fun fact: Banana Tom's aviation. Yep, he's an aviation. Oh, cool, engineer. awesome. Yeah, so, <laughs> so there's a there's a game I I uh, got really into. I saw somebody, I guess I saw a tweet about it or something a, a year and a half ago or so, and uh, someone was playing a game that looked like The Sims. It was like a a simulation type uh, building game. It's called Airport CEO. 
Uh, mm-hmm. I think maybe somebody raided me and we're playing it. And I had never, I'd never heard of it before, but I ended up downloading <laughs> it and playing it for a few streams. I still have people that ask me to go back to it. And I just, I don't have, a, I don't have, there's not enough hours in the day for me to play all the games I want to. But uh, I just, if Tom is in uh, aviation and likes to play games, then airport CEO was, was a whole lot of fun. You basically um, build an airport and it's like, uh, I guess it's like the Sims. <laughs> you, you build and run an airport. Interesting. <laughs> You want to get this other well, question? Well, guess what? I just messaged him it, and it's going to end up in his Steam account one day, and I'm going to bother him about it. <laughs> so you want to ask him this one? Um, will you ever play a really scary game? So I have tried to avoid really scary games on stream just because I know I'm... I don't like playing them even off stream because I'm very easily scared. So, like, I'm not the kind of person that goes to horror movies and stuff. Um... I did consider phasmophobia for a little while um, and I didn't I didn't quite get there, but I know kind of I mean, I'm a family friendly streamer, so some of the really scary games may not translate too well uh, just in terms of game content itself. Yeah. Right? Um, not that I don't think it would be funny for people to watch because uh, it would be hilarious to watch me scream like a girl, probably. But uh, for me, maybe not. <laughs> um so I'm not a hundred per percent sure. I don't really have any plans to, but I I wouldn't say never. Now now Hannah has uh, and uh, Robo Ninja have uh, noted the uh, spider game with the fire. I found this game last year off of uh, somebody else streaming with us for Extra Life. Uh, I was played a game called Kill It with Fire, and it's basically <laughs> basically a game where you're somebody and you've got this whole host of uh, you know sprays or bats or spatulas or flamethrowers to kill all the spiders in this in your house with and uh, you probably end up doing more damage to the house than you should but oh, it's like yeah, it's got I've like the creepy that. music yeah. like you open a drawer and then there's this big spider there and then he runs away and you have to find it um so it's in my steam library it's just a matter of of when i may get to it Gotcha. So I'm sure that's uh, that may not be the kind of really scary basic was talking about, but I wouldn't say never to to any of them. I know it would be entertaining. I just got to I just got to find the right one. <laughs> it's OK. I just sent that as a game recommendation to Aries. Uh-huh. That's a great one for him. I've actually seen it in, in it's kind of if I remember correctly, it's not like super realistic looking. It's kind of a little bit cartoony, so it's not like right. it would actually be that scary. Um, yes, right. Yeah, it's just if you if you got the heebie-jeebies for bugs, like uh, like some people, definitely, <laughs> definitely not me would have. I'm not, I'm <laughs> not a bug fan. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. So, <laughs> can you think of any questions for uh, that you might have for us before we start to wrap up the show, sir? So I was going to ask you guys. Uh, I know um, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of games released this year um but i do you guys have any i mean any favorite games that have released this year any games that you guys are excited for uh coming up releasing soon wow. i know i've got a ton almost too many on my list so yeah, i like to me too hear what maybe other people may may be interested in if it's something that may not be on my radar or maybe something different <laughs> i have to say right now Baldur's gate has me just by the balls <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it really does. It is so good. But I'm not streaming it. Um, it's just I'm so excited. Uh-huh. It's such a good game. It is. But I've also... I have, I've heard so much about Baldur's Gate, and I have seen very little gameplay, but the amounts I have, it's looked, it's looked very interesting. It's, it's so much fun. Yep. 
It's so much fun. (laughs) And it's so much fun to watch people stream it, too. And I it's. It's got me. That game's got me. That's the game. I have to admit, I feel the, feel the same way. I, I, so I will, I will name two things that I'm excited for is the one that we're already playing, Baldur's Gate. Just, just I mean, mm-hmm. I've been playing those kinds of games since those kinds of games existed on PCs for a long time. Cool. And I've always, it's always been my first love in PC gaming is, is isometric or even first person with the turn-based combat. I just, I just adore right. it. Um, and uh, but also there's another thing that I'm excited for, and it's actually not a, 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 about me playing a game. I'm excited to watch mm-hmm. the gamer Aries play yes. Starfield this weekend. Uh, I am so been, excited. Uh, I've been watching uh, some a few other streamers like Bashaby was streaming it today, but I'm super stoked about watching Aries. And Tommy Cox was too. Yep, that's right. Tommy Cox was. I was yeah. literally watching him <laughs> and Bashaby at, at different times, just switching back and forth <laughs> between the tabs, or I had him on on two different monitors. And uh, so I, I actually I got a message from uh, from Canuck Hoser um, about. Uh, one of the parts I got to one of the early bosses uh, that I fought and went through shoot first, ask questions later. Right. He said he got to it last night and he uh, went and I guess he uh, speeched his way out of it. So he, he talked to him and I guess uh, diplomaticism, that was longer of a word than I expected it to be. Um, he, he talked to him and I guess convinced him that he didn't want to fight and he shouldn't fight. And I was like, I didn't even consider that as an option, right? Like I've just been going around shooting everything that moves. So he's like, maybe you shouldn't do that in a Bethesda game. But Yeah. But yeah. It's, uh, you just said the side by side. And I was like, man, how cool would it be to see like two people at the same point, like in the game, uh, see how they react to the same set of, circumstances and tools that you give them but do mm-hmm. something in a different way right yeah right. that's what i've been really enjoying about watching like baldur's gate baldur's video mm-hmm. like gate, people yep. playing baldur's gate because i'm just like wait right. there was a path there uh-huh. yeah. how did i miss that <laughs> yeah or 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 you could make that choice and that would happen oh my god right <laughs> wait if you if you had if you could cast like the double jump spell thing and you could jump your whole party across Mm-hmm. Then like there's a whole thing to do, right? Mm-hmm. What? Like I'm, it's it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. I I love That's... that it's it's setting a bar of quality that needs to be set for the rest of the game industry. Right. Yep. Yep. I'm so excited for everyone. Um, everyone has games to play. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so. Let's see. Do we have any other questions, chat or Druid? Do you, can you think of any other questions for Tommy? Um, I I have I do. Mm. I do actually. <laughs> I, I'm still I'm stuck at. I can throw a goblin at a goblin. <laughs> I can throw a goblin at a goblin. You yep. can just chuck goblins at. Said, is this is this friendly fire? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now that I'm gonna have to steal. That is really good. <laughs> is this um, friendly fire? <laughs> what is your favorite type of rocket? Like, My do you favorite? have a favorite? Yeah. That's type a good of rocket. Oh, that's an that's an interesting question. So I mean, obviously, I mean, we're we're building the Lego Saturn V, and that was the first rocket to get us to the moon Mm -hmm. so i mean that's kind of that that's a strong contender 
Um, I know SLS now, uh, the big orange one that's uh, supposed to return us to the moon, um, is also a contender because it's supposed to be, once it gets to Block 1B, the most powerful rocket, barring SpaceX uh, working on their Starship. Yeah, I think my favorite may be, and a lot of people may not call it a rocket, they may call it closer to a plane, uh, but the space shuttle um, I thought was was really, really interesting. And kind of uh-huh. I, I, I kind of grew up with all the launches happening when I was young, right? So my actually, most of my local school system, my elementary school is named after uh, Columbia, the uh, the one that uh, one of the first ones, I guess one of the two that uh, exploded on ascent. Um, so just kind of that had a lot of influence in my younger years, but also kind of it being parallel staging instead of uh, instead of, you know, the bottom of this big rocket dropping off and then the middle dropping off and it being something else. It's like it's a plane that we strapped on a big liquid fuel tank and a couple solid boosters. And like, you know, those parts fall off, but you get up there and it still it still looks like a little space plane. Hmm. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I love so, that. Uh we got two last. We got two more questions, and those will be the last two we take for tonight. I'm going to take the, this <laughs> this next one, and then give the last one to Druid. Um, Tommy Basic uh, Basic Witch asks, "Which is your favorite ship of your fleet in Sea of Thieves?" Ooh, that's a good question. Sorry, I'm hearing my cat play with her little toy spring right outside the right outside <laughs> the door over her. here. So yeah, that's, we can that's see what her. <laughs> that's okay. Um, my favorite ship in my fleet. Okay, so I'll 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 name them and then I'll tell you guys which one is my favorite. So okay. my uh I've got two sloops. Uh one of them is named the Mazda Miyakta. So yacht <laughs> like a boat, but Mazda yep. Miata like Miyata. the car because I I drive a Miata. So uh <laughs> that was kind of a collaborate. I wanted to name it the Mazda Miata, and I had people in my chat that said, put yacht in there. And I said, That's that's a good idea. We'll do it. So it's kind of funny. Uh-huh. Yeah. Other sloop is called Nothing to See Here, which I thought was particularly funny because if you're yep. hiding behind a rock or something and someone's just looking in their spyglass and gets the captain C banner, nothing to see here. It's like, oh, there's no ship there. Move along. <laughs> right. Which I would just like, well, you know, it, right. these are not the ships you're looking for. Obviously no ship. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my brigs, I have two brigs, uh, brigantines, but uh, I only, I actually don't think I've ever sailed on the second because the first one's name is so good. Uh, the second one's name is It'll Buff Out. Um, so it's like if you run into a rock or something, it's like, yep, yeah, that'll buff out. You can <laughs> you know, blow up a keg on your ship. Nope, it'll buff out. We're good. Uh, but I haven't sailed on that one because uh, the other brig's name is called the Heckin' Hot Dog, mm. which I thought was was really, really good. We've got an exclamation mark hot dog sound alert. That's the uh, the King of the Hill uh, auto-tune. The, Do I look like I know what a JPEG is? I just want a picture <laughs> of a gosh dang hot dog. So so we, we've got the Heckin' Hot Dog, and we usually sail on that one uh, for brig nights, I feel like. Um, and then the galleon, my galleon is called uh, the Freakin' Weekend, uh, which is really good. But I think we probably normally sail on it on Thursdays, too. So maybe not quite the weekend. Um, I think my favorite, I was going to say the Freakin' Weekend. I think that's a close second to the Heckin' Hot Dog because... I have two brigs and I haven't even sailed on the second one because I don't like to sail on the hot dog so much. Yeah. I just, I, I want to see another streamer or pirate's reaction when they spyglass a brig coming in hot to them that, uh, and then the banner pops up and it says the heckin' hot dog. Just like, what, is, what does this even mean? <laughs> <laughs> he 
just see a clip one day randomly somewhere right. and it's like somebody going who names their ship the heck and hot dog and you're like me i do and everybody in my community loves it mm-hmm. that's right but yeah it is that that new captaincy feature it is really fun to see all the uh all the creative ship names people come up with we've we've really this. enjoyed seeing some we uh, most we wouldn't have even even thought of so it's kind of another uh i guess another spot of creativity and personalization mm-hmm. i love it so much i'm gonna sneak this last question in i'm so sorry i'm just gonna nope. sneak it in nope it's there it's yours uh, which is your yeah which is your favorite oreo flavor oh my favorite oreo flavor so in in college i like to get all the limited edition weird oreos um I I think I still kind of look for them, but I haven't found a lot of them super recently. Mm-hmm. This so this is going to be a, probably a weird one. My favorite was probably the root beer float Oreo. I think that was when I was in high school or middle school. Is when I didn't know that out. existed. <laughs> so my favorite regular Oreos are the golden Oreos, but the root mm-hmm. beer float ones were on golden Oreos, um, and they had like a layer of like the white, which I guess was supposed to be the ice cream, and then like a layer of brown that was the root beer, and I think there was. Maybe that was it, but uh, huh. it just it didn't quite taste like a root beer float. So I don't know if I can advocate for the accuracy. I just thought it tasted unique and interesting. You know how root yep. beer almost has a little bit of a chocolatey flavor. Yeah, uh, that was kind of there. But then you had like the cream, too, like with the Oreo. So I yep. thought it was definitely unique, but I, I thought it was really good. So mm. right on. <laughs> love that. <laughs> there. Perfect. All right. Awesome. There we go. Well, That's the interview. I appreciate you so much, Tommy Cox. Folks, please, this is the kind of people that we want to support uh, on Twitch and in the world because he, he cares about others uh, and takes care of others and takes care of him and his family and his friends. And we pre- appreciate him for coming on the show. Please drop him a link, drop him d- subs, biddies, all of your stuff. Take care of, of uh, Tommy Cox, man, and his team. Uh, and, and especially if you're CFPs fans, oh my gosh, you should be watching this dream team and, and, and checking out he and, uh, edge 200s team ups every single time. So good. I don't have enough time of the day to watch all these amazing people. And I I'm know. so sad. <laughs> I do. I wish there were like 18 hours in the day more than there are uh, the already. waking day. Yeah, I feel the same way. I said I work too much to have this many streamers I want to watch. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know! Oh, sucks. All right. Sucks. Well, thanks again, Tommy Cox, for coming on the show. It was an honor to have you. I appreciate you, sir. Yeah, and thank you guys for having me. This was this was awesome. Um, I'm I'm glad glad you guys invited me. You betcha. I'm glad you had fun. Wow. Uh, that is so awesome. It's so cool to have been, been able to have Edge and then, and then Tommy Cox on. I, I wish we had kind of mm-hmm. been able to have them on sooner, closer to each other. We need to work on that a little bit in the future, I think. But, on take two. Yep. We'll have them one week after another. We'll that, try to make there it you work. go. There we, there we go. That's a great idea. In the future. Next year, guys. <laughs> it's such a Next pleasure year, and honor to, to, to have them on the, the show. Uh, holy crap. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. And, and, you know, his special peeps, for sure. Yeah. So good. I just, I, I just love the do things because it's fun. Mm-hmm. And do something good with it. 
I think that's just the ultimate thing, and I love it so much. It makes me so happy. So everyone, please just go do the things. Go send him all of the things. Yes. Go follow him. We got it. Please. <clears throat> Uh, so who do we have on for next week? Is that what you were looking up? I was, yes. I was trying to look that up uh, to double check that I have it right in my head. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. It's guess. S.O.T. Teddy. S.O.C. S-O-C Teddy. Wow. So S.O.C. Teddy. Share, share with the folks a little bit of, of his uh, background in relation to, to you know. S.O.C. Teddy is the reason why fate got into streaming. Which is the reason why I got into streaming. Yeah. So if it wasn't for SOC Teddy, we wouldn't be here. We owe him a lot. And so I'm super happy we get to highlight him on the show next week. Oh, my God. Very exciting. He's an IRL friend, man. I'm super yeah. stoked. Fantastic. I'm so excited. Well, that's it, guys. Thanks for joining us again for another amazing episode of Bandwidth and Banter. We appreciate you all supporting us and supporting the folks that we bring on the show. So, uh... Be sure to check us check us out again next week and check out our other streams. Uh, that's all we got. That's it for tonight. Yeah. Let's, you guys have a great weekend, okay? Goodbye. Goodbye.